What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, how's it going this week? It's going great. That's awesome. That's all I got. All right, fair (laughs) enough. Um, Which means that we're going to jump right into what we always start with when we're not having fun, witty banter like, what's up, Joe? I'm fine. Um, I Well, I I was going to say something really bad, and I decided it was probably not a very good idea. Good on you. You can tell me off the air, and I can judge whether or not you're a horrible person. It has something to do with what day is tomorrow. What day is tomorrow? I don't know what day tomorrow is. Mm. I have no idea. Oh, (laughs) I wasn't thinking about the date. You're terrible. Um, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out when you make the jokes me off the air. And then I'll let you guys know on Twitter whether or not Joe's a horrible human being. Um, But we'll skip past that for now and start with what we always start with, with what have we been playing. And we were hoping to get Skip in here. If uh, you guys listen to our main event wrestling show, Uh, you guys have heard Skip before. Uh, He gives briefly, briefly. (laughs) Yes. Um, But we were hoping to get him on to talk about Destiny 2 because he did pick up Destiny 2. Uh, He played a lot of Destiny 1 um, and was a whole lot of Destiny 1. Jesus Christ. He was like still playing it right up until Destiny 2 came out. Yeah. And he was actually super down on Destiny 2 before it came out just because like I think a lot of full-time Destiny players were super down on it because they weren't doing enough to like... They they made the whole big deal of they were like Destiny is going to be the 10 years we're going to support Destiny. Yeah. Which they still might but you know now Destiny Yeah but like (laughs) how long ago was it that Destiny came out? Uh, Four years ago? Something in that range, yeah, three, four years, something like that. Yeah, so uh, I, I can picture from the, the point of view of like somebody playing whatever MMO, yeah. and like all of a sudden the new MMO comes out, and you got to abandon this character that you spent four years working on. Yeah. And they didn't do. A I lot didn't know to if there was any kind over. of port. Yeah, you couldn't bring your character over from the last one. You had to start over a whole new character, and a lot of people were pretty upset with that. Yeah, and he was too. He was pretty down on it. The only thing that they gave you is like you got special badges or something. Like yeah, that. I think it was like you got a shader for your character. If you, so you did certain the, raids, yeah. yeah. Um, but after talking to him uh, this week, after playing Destiny 2, he's super into it. He loves it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I knew that was going to happen. Well, it might not he's have. Gonna, you're like, you're going to be down. You're like, oh, my God. It's not carrying over the way I want it to. But then yeah. you start playing. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to start over for, and start a new guy. Hooray. Yeah, but they could have made fundamental changes that made the game like not the same fun that you had before. Like There could have been things that stopped him from having a good time with it. Uh, but it didn't seem like that was the case even in these early few, uh, few days of Destiny's release. So Did you I, play Destiny? I not really. I like played it for like a day and was like, I don't know if this is going to be a thing. For I played me. it all the way to the end, just when it came out, because it was like, you know, oh, it's Bungie's new game. Everybody yeah. get it, kind of thing. Everyone was all excited. Well, and you for would it. have played with other people on X, but like, I don't. I knew people that played it. Oh, I mean, PS4, I played it with Skippy too. Yeah, exactly. It's just I, like I played it and I beat it, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not into keep. Yeah, going I, with I, this. yeah. I wasn't like I'm going to keep playing this forever. You know. Yeah. I I, I don't. There's too many games to play to focus on one thing. Exactly. Um, I have a very hard time with the like maintaining a thing. Skippy's the kind of person where like you know play that same game. He over still and over plays and over. he still plays Marvel Heroes all the time also. He does. But that game's great. Well, but it's again, a great it's game, a, but yeah. it's the kind of thing where like once I play it and I beat it, I'm like, okay, on to the next thing. Yeah. You and know? maybe you'll revisit it in like six months. Depending on some of the games. Yeah. Like I you know, uh like the Disgaea games, I think a crap ton of time into yeah and like pokemon games i sing like, well yeah crap. you know i can play and beat it but then i'm like okay now i need to go and collect everything and this and that and yeah that and that it can that. Ho- games can hold you but they're not necessarily that's not your main way to yeah, play is, but it's not like i'm just gonna keep playing this for years on it yeah 
Um, but no, but he did say that he had a lot of fun with it. So hopefully we'll be able to get his like actual thoughts down. Uh, but other than that, you will just pass along that he, he was super into it. So that's kind of a brief thought from one of the broken clock podcast members uh, about what they thought of destiny Two. But since you're here in the room, Joe, what have you been playing this week? Uh, more, um, Mario Rabbids playing that, like while watching wrestling and stuff. Has it turned, has it turned repetitive? Like, no, they, they they like every once in a while it'll be the kind of thing where you'll play just basically like you know a couple standard matches or like missions fights whatever you want to call them in a mm-hmm. row, um, but they do keep it like really varied and they kind of toss like uh, a new type of enemy or a, a boss or a new way to play it enough to keep you from you know being completely bored with it. Yeah. But it is it is still a hard game to sit down and play for hours on end. It's not the kind of thing where you can really just... It's not a bingeable game, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, like you can't really shut your brain off for a long time and play it. Yeah, well, because that's what I was interested in, because I know you talked about last week on the show um, that at the beginning it was very repetitive and you weren't sure you were really going to like it, and then it got to that point where it's like, okay, now it's different enough each time and it doesn't feel as repetitive, so I wonder if maybe it had gone back to that, but it sounds like it did. No, yeah, they still keep it really varied. Nice, and so you're still having fun with it? Yeah. Did you beat the main story of it yet, or you're still no, trudging not through? Even close. How uh, how much time do you think you put into it? Uh, about enough time to watch SmackDown, Raw, <laughs> and a couple episodes of uh, the May Young Classic. Okay, so somewhere in the five well, to like six hours. Five to six hours. Yeah. I would okay. Say. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. Um, how do you know how long the campaign lasts? No clue. Okay. Well, it's, I mean, it doesn't really feel like I've gotten like. It doesn't feel like I haven't done anything, but it doesn't feel like I I don't have any kind of inkling of it, I'm almost done. I got yeah, like two more. There's, there's never there. I'm not feeling a point where I'm like it's winding down or yeah. winding up to yeah. the finale. Yeah, I can feel the climax is you know okay. No, that's fair. Uh, you play anything else this week? Uh, yeah, I still had to get my Dark Souls fix in. What? Didn't we? Didn't we make this big proclamation you were done last week? Uh, that I was done with Bloodborne. Uh, wait, which Dark Souls now? Because I feel like you you beat Dark Souls three a couple weeks ago and said and you were I beat done. Dark Souls three. I still have Dark Souls one and two to play. You're not uh, talking, but about right this. now I'm playing The Surge, which is a Dark Souls like. Oh, game. so it's not you're not playing Dark Souls again. I, well, I'm, I got that itch. Okay, so you're still on the I'm Souls. Still kick. scratching the itch. I'm still. It's, right. it's, I'm still in the like. I gotta get that challenging Souls like thing going on. All right. So I'm playing The Surge. I think I talked about The Surge a little bit before when I like picked it up and I just kind of dicked around. On it. That was one of those ones that you tried to find in stores and nobody had it. Yeah, it was okay. really hard to find. But uh, now you've got it and you're playing it. Yeah, uh, and um, I really like it. Yeah, it it, uh, it does a lot of things different uh, enough that it feels really fresh, but you still feel like you're playing the same thing. Yeah, but uh, a lot of mechanics are really uh, really fun. Okay. Like in this one, there's limb targeting, so you can target like the legs, the torso, the yeah. arms, the head, and stuff of, yep. the, of the enemies. Um, and I, when I was originally playing it, I, I guess I wasn't really paying attention to the tutorials and stuff because I, I wasn't playing it like the proper way because I didn't realize that the Such limb a- targeting system um, does affect like how your character levels up in a sense because you need to. The whole point of the game is you're wearing a. a 
like an exo rig. Yeah. And all the enemies also have exo rigs, but like they're like zombie exo in the exo rigs. Like the body is dead, but the rigs are still going. Okay. Yeah. It sounds weird. Yeah. Not sure if I like it. I don't know. I haven't gotten to the point where I really know what's going on the plot, but like the start of the game is you are going to work for this company. That's like the big company of the world. Yeah. And mom's robot company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Of the mech suit world. Yeah. Okay. Um, And you get there and like you go to get your rig put on. There's like a little kind of, I don't know if I talked about it before. I don't really remember what I talked about last time I played or talked about on the podcast, but um, it was like a little like, you know, oh, this, you know, uh, a twist in the beginning where like, you're like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it because it's right off the bat, but you go and uh, you get like your rig put on. Uh, you go to get your rig put on, and then it's like, you know, you're laying on the table, and it's like, you know, about to put on the thing, and it says, like, patient sedated, and your guy's like, what? Wait, hold on, what? 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 No, no, I'm not. And then, like, all these things come, and they're, like, screwing it into your bones and, like, drilling into your skull and stuff like that while your guy's fully conscious. And then you wake up uh, an undetermined amount of time later in, like, this junkyard, and all of a sudden, like, you're running into other people in exosuits, but they're dead. And this exosuit is like still going on. Oh, okay. Um, but the 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 way I was talking about how it actually kind of affects the the gameplay is in the limb targeting system. Um, after you hurt like attacking an enemy enough times, and you build up like a little energy charge as one of the bars in the thing, you can then do a finishing move. And if you target a specific limb when you do the finishing move, you basically chop that limb off. Oh, that's and cool. then you take those parts what you use to upgrade your own thing. Oh. So like if you want to upgrade your leg parts, you need to focus on attacking the enemy's legs and then you have to do the finishing move to cut the leg off and then you can take the part off. It's and kind then... of, it seems more like a, like a more involved Morphe's law that we talked about last week. We're I mean, like, yeah, you kinda, hurt their legs, your legs get your better. Your legs get better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it kind of does work like that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean the, the combat is, it's varied enough, interesting enough. I like the weapons, like and the. It, it's weird that it's like this future sci-fi setting, but everything is a melee weapon. Mm. I don't get. Yeah, any, why aren't there laser cannons? I don't get any or, like. Yeah, I don't get any guns or anything like that. That is weird. And I, it's supposed to just trying to be Dark Souls. Yeah. So they're well, like, well, yeah, that's why. Weapons. Yeah. Exactly. And and like this is a this is a business. This is a. You know, it'd be like going to Microsoft's headquarters. There's not guns laying all over the place. So all of the we don't web- know that. Have you ever been? Uh, no. Let's not make assumptions about what Microsoft's headquarters are like. Yeah, they're all just on, they're all on the roof shooting skeet all the time. Yeah, just like there's laser cannons aplenty. Yeah, yeah. Silicon uh, Valley is a crazy place, man. We don't know. Let's yeah, not judge. That's true. Um, but all of the weapons appear to be mostly like uh, retrofitted. Yeah. Things. So it's you know a part of a mechanic thing. Mm. You know, it's part of a, a a press machine. Oh, okay. So it's you're not running around just grabbing a giant sword, but you're grabbing like a giant. A piston club type thing. It's kind of like, um, what was it like Dead Island, where you're you're finding objects around and turning those into weapons? Yeah, or Is there uh, a crafting or system? Dead Space. Or, yeah, or Dead how, Space. like everything was a, at least in the first one, everything was a mining tool. Mm. You know. Yeah. Is there a crafting system or to like make new weapons, or you just level up the weapons that you get along the way? You, it's same. You like find blueprints that are like oh, okay. you know make this weapon or make this part. You uh, you know when you find you come across a new enemy and you're like, that's weird. I don't recognize that like rig that he's wearing. Yeah. 
you know, and they're not like always wearing 100% rigs because when you target a certain limb, it'll be like, you know, he's got a rig part on his legs, but none on his arms. So therefore the arms are a weaker target. You can target those to kill them faster, but, but you, you won't get, get anything. anything off of yeah. them. Or you can target the legs where they have more defense. But it'll be the kind of thing where you'll see a guy and you're like, I don't recognize that leg part. You cut his leg off and it'll be like, okay, now you have the blueprint to make this leg. And then you go to a thing and you're like, okay, I'm going to craft the leg with the parts that I collect. Mm. Nice. And the same thing with weapons. But the most part, weapons are, um, you just find them. I don't think I've found one on an enemy. Oh, really? Except for boss fights. Every well, yeah. time you beat a boss, yeah. you get like a spe- special weapon from defeating the yeah, boss. Yeah, naturally. Um, but it's fun? Yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I, I didn't like it as much at first. It's uh, made by Deck 13. We're the same people that made Lords of the Fallen. I talked about Lords of the Fallen before. Oh, yeah, yeah, But you um, didn't like Lords of the Fallen, right? No, it was like really floaty. You could really tell that it was like a, a first-time yep. outing attempt. Yep. This one's a little bit more polished. Oh, okay. Uh, it's still not anywhere near the amount of polish that like the Dark Souls or anything made by From Software makes. Or yeah. even like Team Ninja's Neo. Yeah. Um, but... I would love to see a second one. Okay. Like, if they made a Surge 2 that had a little bit more money behind it and a little bit more time, and, you know, it would be pretty good. I like it. Nice. Uh, Was that it for this week? Oh, yeah. Nice. And you said you just played more golf? I played more everybody's golf because it's so much fun. Because it is one of those things where it's like, I had a really... I played a shit ton of hot shots all the time. Yeah. And, like, I had a really busy week, so I didn't want to, like, sink time into anything. So it was basically like... I mostly just played that. I like I played a little bit more wind jammers too because that game is just a ton of fun. And again, you could just sit down the kind of turn play your brain a off rounds. And, yeah, and play a couple rounds and you're done. So I just did that with golf uh for everybody's golf and I I can't recommend that game enough. Um I did get I really need to pick that up. Yeah, it's and it's only $40 too, which is so good because it's you know, it probably doesn't have enough for a $60 game. I probably wouldn't get it at a $60 level, but like at a $40 level, it's just like it's the perfect thing. You know you're going to be playing it for a while. It's not like you could pick it up in a year from now and it would still be just as fun. Like it doesn't need constant updating or anything like that. So I think I saw that it was like the number one uh, game in like Europe and Japan. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt for it. PlayStation at least. Well, yeah, PlayStation 4. yeah, that wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Um, but I did play more of that this week. Uh, yesterday, I did finally get uh, Uncharted: Lost Legacy. So this week, I'm going to dive into that um, just because I didn't have any time since I got it to when we recorded this to be able to sit down and play it. Um, so that'll be, you know, I'll talk about that next week a little bit. So I'm excited for it because it looks like it's fucking awesome and everybody I know that's played it or gone hands on with it really enjoyed it. So, um, I'm looking forward to that, but yeah, no, nothing really else new, uh, this week that I played, uh, which means that that's the end of what we're playing, which means we're going to jump right into the news. Now, Joe, I have a question for you. If I was to ask you what the one thing you know about Mario is, what would you say to me? He likes to call it red. He does. Hmm. It is a good point. Um, He's got a great mustache. That as well. That's not at all where I thought you were going to answer. <laughs> Most people would answer, well, Mario is a plumber, right? Like that's what, You just know that. Well, not anymore. Uh, Nintendo came out and updated this week that Mario is no longer listed as a plumber. Uh, I think in the phraseology, it's like... Turns out he even used to be a plumber. Yeah. Um, which means... He, or he was at one time a plumber or yeah, something like that. Which means he's no longer a plumber, which means everything we know about Mario is now wrong. <laughs> it's over. I, when I saw this, I didn't know what to make of it. I, you know, 
other than extreme sadness or it was more confusion yeah like i was at first i was like what it, you know i i was I, you know originally all i saw were the headlines they were yeah. like mario is no longer a plumber and yeah. then i was like okay i somebody needs to explain this to me right been now kicked out of the plumbers <laughs> union he hasn't paid his dues yeah it just led to an ultimate amount of confusion but um it is the kind of thing where you stop and you think about it and you're like yeah why do we still call him a plumber <laughs> when was the last time he plumbed anything is that the verb plumb? You plumb things? Yeah, you plumb the crap out of stuff. <laughs> I don't okay. literally. Sure. Um yeah, so that actually got us thinking about what other jobs Mario has had that we know he did and just completely disregard as his job title because to, Especially since plumber wasn't his first job. It, it was definitely like far was, from his first job. It was like his second job, really, I think. Well, because like Carpenter was his first job. Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong was his first job. Yeah. Where, where he, he was, was a carpenter. carpenter. Um and then the Mario we Brothers. Found out some new ones that we were unaware of recently. Yeah, because that got us thinking about what other, like I said, what other jobs Mario had. Um, but I think that Mario became a plumber in the Mario Brothers Arcade game. It was the game, Mario Brothers Arcade game. Which is game. the first one, like the first game after Donkey Yeah, Kong. where you and Luigi were going around, not yeah. Super Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers, but you and Luigi going through the different pipes, jumping on the turtles' heads. Yep, and you're trying to flip them and, and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, there's there was a really weird transition for Mario there. <laughs> what, from Carpenter to Plumber? More like... And now, oh, from I, princess like, rescuer to murderer of shell people. Well, no, from like first he's a carpenter fighting a donkey or donkey he's fighting fighting, fighting a, a monkey named Donkey. Yes. <laughs> then he's cleaning out things with his brother, and then all of a sudden he's in this magical world saving a princess from a giant turtle monster. It went down the wrong pipe, man. That's how it happened. We know this. We saw the movie. <laughs> like, is is the cartoon the official lore where, like, him and his brother were working and then they got sucked into the toilet and ended up in Mario Land? Yeah, I guess. Um, I, now, I, I, now I just kind of want the official lore of Mario. Well, we got the official lore of, uh, like, Link in the world of Zelda recently. Yeah, the we? Hyrule story. Yeah, uh, where that, like, places all the games in different canon and, and things. And figuring out where the timelines go exactly. and stuff. Now I want them to do that with Mario because, man, Mario's been a busy little boy. Sure has. You know another thing I figured out recently? What? Mario's, like, 27. And not in terms of, like, the... Where the series has been around for X amount of years, like no, because he's, he's his official age is like twenty seven years old. Oh well, I mean, it, if you think about it, he's the games have only been around for like what thirty five years, something like that. Yeah, about because like the first Mario, like if you just went from the first NES game, he's uh, what thirty two, right? Uh, I'm 85? not sure about the official like release dates. Well, I think it was eighty five or eighty four, somewhere in that range. I think it might so have been eighty three because I think it's as as old as me. Oh, well, there you go then. So he's ancient in terms no. of, ah, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so Joe and I said... But yeah, anyways, I saw a thing that said, like, uh, 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 Miyamoto said, like, Mario is, is 27. 27 or something like that. Well, I mean... And I know, was just like, that seems age. really young for... I mean, I always kind of pictured him in his, like, 40s. Uh, no, not necessarily, because you got to think, like... he just looks like, like a fat, dumpy Italian guy. <laughs> so what... Your stereotype of a fat, dumpy Italian guy is he's forty. Yeah, about maybe I'm just gonna, maybe I'm blinded by Bob Hoskins. That's and, true. Like, picture him being old like that. Yeah. Well, you got to think too. Like, I mean, maybe it's just maybe the mustache is throwing you. It might like, be the mustache. Younger people wore mustaches back in the day, and now mustaches seem a very much like a forty and over kind of facial aesthetic. Yeah. Um, but. So, yeah, so we were thinking about all the different jobs that Mario has had, and I don't know that I'm going to necessarily go through and read all of them because uh, there's, I think we got close to 30. Um, but I want to know, Joe, what you think your favorite Mario job is that's not 
plumber. And I'll read through some of them. Uh, so we have Olympic athlete from the, you know, he goes to the Olympics yeah, with Sonic. Him versus that blue hedgehog. Yep. He's a, uh, he's a master of many sports, uh, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, tennis, cart driving. Kart racing. I think we have volleyball, dodgeball, uh, all uh, kinds of other jockey. stuff. Jockey. Jockey. Uh, boxing referee. Uh, in the uh, in Punch Out, yep, and tennis ref in tennis, yep. Uh, we have uh, Dino Wrangler. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta keep them Yoshi's in line. Yes, uh, an MMA fighter is what we categorize Smash Brothers as <laughs> because he's fighting in different styles with different he's fighters. Not, uh, like, yeah, and he's not like he's not like a karate expert or no. anything. He's just kind of a brawler, just Smash Brothers brawl. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we just kind of had to classify that as MMA of any kind. Yeah, uh, he's also in a bunch of Game and Watch titles. He worked in a. These bunch are the of ones that factories. we were like. These, these are games that existed before. Nintendo. They were making Game & Watches before Nintendo. Yeah, but it would have had to have been after uh, after Donkey Kong, though, right? Would it? Well, because Donkey Kong is the first appearance of Mario, which means that's Mario the, appearing... That's well, the part that I was confused by. It was like, have they not, been using a generic Mario-esque like, guy with hat and mustache, and he didn't get the name Mario until oh, that? Maybe. We probably should look into like the dates of when those games came out. Yeah, but we have a brewery worker, cement factory worker, construction worker. Um, we gave him the title of professional party planner for <laughs> Mario Party. Yeah. Uh, he did organize all of those. Uh, Soldier was the funniest one to me because like there's... A Vietnam vet. Yeah, Mario is technically a Vietnam vet, according to a Game & Watch title, which Mar- called Mario Bombs Away. Yeah. Where it seemed the goal was just to get a bomb from one person, get it to your friend without having the Viet Cong like, come out of the trees, the trees and light and, yeah, the bomb. Charlie in the trees. Yeah, uh, which is just really weird. Uh, archaeologist, deep sea diver. Uh, oh, the archaeologist... Uh, was, was Mario Pickcross, where you have yeah. to chisel away to reveal things? Technically, that's archaeology, man. I don't know. I'm still iffy on that it's one. It's a stretch, for sure. Um, what else? Oh, artist uh, slash yes. painter. painter yeah, of course. Mario Paint. Everybody loves that. Typing instructor. Mm-hmm. We were on the fence about, is is he like a hazmat uh, from, oh, for Mar- Mar- from Mario Sunshine yeah, going so- around with this thing cleaning up like sludge and graffiti? See, but I don't think he is because we were looking it up, and the plot of that game is he gets arrested for a crime he didn't commit. So yeah, he's really soldier is, of fortune. <laughs> this is yeah, this eighteen is his, member. Uh, this is his. Uh, yeah, it's it's his the, community court ordered community yeah. service. Yeah, so it's like the guy's picking up trash on the side of the road, but he's just cleaning up graffiti around town with his power cannon while also trying to clear his name. So he's member of the eighteen fighting slash all sorts of X-Con. various turtles and whatnot. Correct. Because uh, they are big fans of graffiti, the turtles. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure the Ninja Turtles graffitied a lot of stuff in their days. That's true. Constantly saying cowbunga on all kinds of street uh, signs and whatnot. Uh, what else do we have? Doctor. Uh, yeah, obviously he's a, a doctor. doctor. Yeah. Uh, that might be his most famous profession other than plumber. Cause I, I feel would like say doctor. Yeah. People don't know necessarily that he's a carpenter in Donkey Kong. But everyone knows Dr. Mario. Yeah, that is so much so that it became a separate character in Smash Brothers. That's true. It's not even just Mario wearing a lab coat. I would say my face, my, my, my favorite one, however, is Breakdancer. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, Break Street Dancer for Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix. That uh, one. My friend has a copy of that, and we never played it. Really? Yeah. How would you not play that game? I don't know. He never got around to playing it for some reason. He didn't want to damage the mat because he knew he would never get one again. Oh, uh, I guess that's fair. Like he wanted it like as a collector's item. More Is it a than special anything. Mario mat? Uh, like, it was the only one for the GameCube. There was only one Dance Dance Revolution game on the GameCube. I think so. Really? 
I feel like they would have put out more Dance Dance Revolution games if they made a specific Mario one. Um, but yeah, Street. I also like Street Basketball Player just because he was a character in NBA Street, and we were looking at the pictures of it, and it's like the very pixelated NBA players, uh, Peach being just as tall as the NBA players while wearing like short, short, like short Having basketball shorts, skinny legs. Yeah, and then Mario looking exactly like Mario. <laughs> So none of that seemed to to coalesce the correct way. But yeah, we've got about 30 jobs here that that Mario's had over the years. So uh, his resume is ever improving. It's getting bigger. Um, We'll probably be able to add a new job when Odyssey comes out, uh, maybe as a tour guide or travel agent or something like that because he's got that big ship. Also, he can can put his hat on things and turn into stuff. So you could say he's a professional street lamp. Yeah, (laughs) he's a professional street lamp. He's a professional dinosaur. Um, we will add. We'll probably be able to add husband to that list. Uh, oh yeah, he does uh, that'll that. be interesting if they actually go think, through with that at yeah. the end. This is this is the biggest he, will they or won't become, they since Ross he and Rachel Prince Mario at that point. That's true. He would. Yeah. He would become a prince. So the prince would be added to that list as well. But yeah, it's the biggest will they or won't they in the history of video games. So uh, we'll see if Nintendo goes and, and pulls the trigger on that. Do you think they will? That game ends with a marriage where now in canon Mario and Peach are husband and wife. I think they're willing to take that step. Yeah, yeah, it's a big step. Yeah. It's a it's a big commitment. He's you know, also you... got his ex girlfriend hanging around. Mm. Yeah, but you know that that can be okay sometimes. There there is they're a... all friends. They all like hang out together. Yeah, there is a um, a fan theory that uh, Princess Rosalina from mm-hmm. the Mario Galaxy games yeah. is actually. Mario and Peach's daughter from the future. Oh, so like, uh, like Cable? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Why do they think that? Uh, I, I didn't read too much. I remember that being a theory. I didn't look too much into it. But yeah, at some point, if that's true, they're going to have to get married and have a kid. That's true. Wow. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be great if like it all unravels that way and we've been watching this epic... like? crazy time traveling when we get the final mario game that ties the threads of everything together well we did have on this list time traveler right oh yeah mario's Mario's time Time machine yeah so technically also a time traveler so i guess anything is possible uh but you said your favorite job from this is the uh break dancer the break dancer yeah and um from what i'm looking i don't see any other dance Dance revolution games on the gamecube besides that one huh there you go I think my which you would think that they would have flooded it with Dance Dance Revolution games just like anything else, but yeah, well, especially because that was out around the same time as the PS2, which had a million of them. Yeah. So and the map that it come with was a like special Mario map. Oh, the map. map. Yeah. All right. So I can understand that then. Um, but too bad you never got to play it. I think that would be really fun to play. Well, it's not like I ever actually wanted to play Dance Dance Revolution. No, but I would want to see Mario Breakdance. I guess you can just watch the YouTube videos at this point. But Yeah, it's true. Um, so I will go on record as saying I think my favorite job from this list that we had of jobs is a Vietnam veteran because we have <laughs> to uh, honor the troops. So thank you, Mario, for your service. I truly, truly appreciate everything you've done for this country. So uh, moving on from You ever that. think Mario has flashbacks? <laughs> I mean, if he has, I don't know it's what he like flashbacks to. PTSD. But do you think he'd have more PTSD from being in Vietnam and or being... from like fighting a giant skeleton Bowser monster shooting lava yeah. at him? I feel like Mario's been through a lot worse than moving bombs from left to right 
in <laughs> the camp or whatever. Like, because even even when he gets blown up and Mario bombs away, like he still comes back and keeps doing his job. So he mm. keeps on trucking. But it, he's got but, all those extra lives. Yeah, but I, I don't know. He's been thrown into lava. Like I feel like that's probably as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah. So Mario, jack of many 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 traits, and more uh, more more come. to come. Yeah, exactly. hopefully for a very long time. Yes, we'll update this list hopefully when uh, when we're done playing Odyssey as part of like a spoiler cast or something. We'll see what new jobs Mario has, like professional street lamp, which is <laughs> my new favorite occupation uh, possible. Uh, Moving on from that, we did get uh, so any of you guys that listened to our episode a couple weeks ago regarding Conan Exiles and their anatomy slider, uh, as we're officially dubbing it, uh, we had sat here and talked about a mechanic in which, like, oh, what if the character that you create in the game has an impact on the game itself? We talked about like, oh, if you give yourself a larger, you know, area downstairs, yeah. you get more you have swag- higher charisma. Correct. You have more <laughs> swagger points or something like that. Like, you know, maybe your mobility goes down because you know it's. Causes you to walk differently. Yeah. Um, you, you stumble because you're hanging massive dong. Exactly. Uh, as Joe so eloquently put it back on that episode. So we had talked about that. Does Could there be a game in which creating your character differently impacts the game in which you're playing? Well, and which I mean, like, there have not, been. Yeah, but not to necessarily like that extent, like cosmetic changes. Well, I like Elder Scrolls. What People cosme- treat you differently if you're a, like a lizard man versus a cat man versus a Nord. Oh, really? Yeah. I see. I've never played any of the Elder Scrolls games. Mm. They don't really interest me. But we did get a confirmation of a game that is doing that that's coming out this fall, which is the South Park Fractured Butthole um, has a mechanic in it in which the game is more difficult if you're black, which is uh, <laughs> satirical at its best. It's 100% it's very, it's South very, Park. very, very South Park. So South Park. Um, and it's just one of those things that's like... of. Of course they're doing it that way. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm surprised by this, but somehow I am. Uh, And so they did say it's not going to make combat more difficult, uh, but it is going to affect everything else in your life. So it's going to make it harder for you to make money. It's going to make it so the NPCs treat you differently. Well, I don't, they said that it will affect it and not necessarily that'll make things harder. Um, The way that I... In in the very South Park vein, especially considering how things have been going in the show for like the last two seasons, mm-hmm. uh, I can see it totally going to like multiple ways. For considering instance? like when you run into PC principal, yeah, like he'll probably be he'll probably he'll, help he'll, you he'll, out a lot. Cause yeah, he it might be seen. the kind of thing where like if you're white, he'll just yell at you and tell you to check your privilege. That's but true. if you're black, he's like, I want to do everything I can to help you. Yeah. no matter what. And then you run into. Officer Bar Brady, and you're gonna get some kind of yeah, yeah, <laughs> type interactions yeah. with him. Yeah, exactly. No, so I mean, I think that's really cool that they're implementing that kind of feature. I mean, this, like we said, this is so South Park; it's ridiculous. Like, there was another aspect of this that people didn't really touch on um, when all of this stuff came out that I was surprised that I didn't hear more about. Uh, is that when you're also creating your character, you can choose male, female, or other. Yes. So that was so another you can make thing. a transgender character. You can, and that would also impact how NPCs Did they say that that was to, also going to yes. affect how people reacted? Um, yeah, because... That if, one just... I, everything was just a blurb, and everyone talked about the race slider. Yeah, well, because, I mean, naturally, I think that's the thing that's going to get more coverage anyway, because it's, it's a longer Topical. ongoing issue. Yeah, and... 
Joe and I being two white males, we don't really have a lot of say in terms of what it's like or anything like that. We're not going to go political. It's not what we do here on this show. Um, but obviously, it's a thing that occurs to this day in America and currently is a hot button issue. And for South Park to touch on it in any kind of way makes a ton of sense. But yes, the and they have in the show numerous, numerous times. Correct. Um, but yes, the thing that I found funny when they talked about the like it'll affect how much money you earn. Yeah. One of the first things that I thought of was how in the show, Token is the richest kid in the town he and is. Kenny is the poorest. And I was yes. like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, so they, I mean, South Park has done a great job over the years of playing with that, like the mechanic or that dichotomy yeah. of like racial status and things like that and socioeconomic status, obviously. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the course of the game. I, I can't imagine it being too much. I no. imagine it's just going to be like a couple throwaway lines. Yeah, it'll definitely give you a different play experience. Like Cartman will obviously treat you differently. And they Correct. did this with the first one as well. Yeah. In the first game, you could pick, well, not the race slider, but you could pick Jew as a class. Yeah. And Cartman treated you differently Correct. if you pick that one. It had different things to, yeah. to say about you. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to make it so like the ending is different or anything like that, but it'll different. It'll yeah, definitely you different. still want people to experience the same game. Yeah, but it'll differentiate the playstyles enough where it's like, okay, you had some different funny lines or different interactions that you took away if you play that rather I, than I someone who doesn't. I wonder how much this actually does play off of like how much this takes place in the way of the show right now because the way that the and, and the way that the last season ended, Cartman was like a feminist social justice warrior yeah, who is, you know, going around saying women are funny and stuff like that. Is this picking up right after that point in the show or is this taking place at right after the first game? Um, I don't remember what they said in terms of when like is, specifically is, is it, it takes going place? to be normal Cartman or is it going to be the Cartman of the last season? Cause uh PC principal is in the game. Yeah. And he did, was added after the last game as a character. Correct. Um, well, one thing I'm wondering is, too, is how much Cartman is going to be just like regular Cartman versus him being the coon. The coon. That's because true. this is the, the coon superhero. is a different character than Cartman. Yeah. And this is the superhero, you know, this is the superhero game. Because uh, so. they stayed in character of the fantasy stuff yeah. throughout the entirety of the last game. Correct. Um, so he might just be in character as Although the there is the aspect of alternate, or uh, not... Um, secret identities. Secret identities. Yeah, so will it be like you have to go to school as the regular students, but then at night you go... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. And I mean, that that tops my list of one of the like the most highly anticipated games for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, and we'll do it. We'll do our episode where we run down the fall and winter games that we're really excited for uh, in a couple of weeks. So we'll, we'll definitely dive more into that uh, as it comes. But yeah, this is like, this is just another example of why this game is looks to be just as good, if not better than the last one. Cause it's, as much as people shit on it for the being like, you know, baby's first RPG or things like that, like the stick of truth, a lot of people just, they're like, Oh yeah. I mean, it was cool, but like, whatever it's oh yeah it was very basic it was very south park but very standard yeah but because it mixes that south park with that like standard rpg format um then like it made for a better game as a result um so i'm really excited for the the different things that this one can do it's also a different studio making this one yeah it's not it um, obsidian made the first one yeah. it's just ubisoft making this one yeah um so we'll see we'll see how that changes things and we'll see where it comes from but i mean Granted, we'll be talking about it when it comes out, so we'll uh, we'll give it a shot. I then I have mine pre-ordered. Yeah, same. 
So, but they, yeah, that's just a little bit more uh, news out of the South Park game. Uh, and we don't really have any other news bits, which means it's time once again for the lightning round, not lightning round. Um, so as part of this first lightning round, lightning round, uh, we're going to also incorporate jo- Joe's new segment of let's check where we were wrong. Um, <laughs> and first up, we have uh, Reggie fils the president of Nintendo of America, said this week that VR is unlikely for the Switch, uh, meaning they have no plans to do it in the future. Uh, this, of course, means that we're wrong because last week we said that it's definitely coming. We found all those internal documents. Yeah, and- hackers, hackers found coding in the thing talking about virtual reality and people found um, patents talking about a virtual reality headset yep. that would support the thing, the Switch uh, tablet. And now they're saying... All bullshit. Mm, yeah, not happening. Yep, not happening. Which I call bullshit. It's happening. Like, maybe. I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen. I understand why you would... Put the technology in there in case you decided to do it later. You file the patents in case you decided to do or it later. Or like you were working on it at some point and you said, okay, this just isn't going to work out. And they just kind of buried the code as opposed to removing it completely. Yeah. Um, and I think somebody else from Nintendo had said at one point or another, like, if we can figure out a way to make playing VR for sustained periods of times fun and engaging and comfortable, then we're going to do it. And maybe they figured out that they can't do that because like, like we said last week, the the switch itself is a little bit too big to be resting on your face for any more than a half an hour, I would think. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but we'll see, but there you go. That's a, a point in which we're wrong. But also an interesting little news bit. Yeah, somehow I still feel like someone somewhere in Nintendo is working on it. Something. And they're Even just, they're just, just like, basic. you know, Reggie just went out and was like, no, we're not doing it. Yeah. And then some guy stuck his head out from around the corner. It was just fiddling hey. around with and stuck his head back in. Yeah, like, hey, do, do you want me to stop them? Like, no, keep working. Back, shut up. <laughs> Get back Crush it with pa- my giant hands. Get back in the basement. Uh, all right, lightning round. Walmart is at it again because they're canceling more SNES Classic pre-orders. Now, before everybody goes out and freaks the fuck out, this one's actually okay because they're only canceling people who got more than one. So they're just basically saying they sent out an email to people who had ordered more than one that says, listen, we weren't supposed to let you order more than one. Nobody's trying to let you order more than one. You're only getting one. So launch day, we're shipping you one or you're picking up one. You get one, which everybody gets one. Yeah. Um, which good because that means more people can get them temporary little quick pause of lightning round. Okay. Cause yeah, we were talking about this the other day and, um, we said the exact same thing. We said, okay, this is good. No more having to like cutting down on scalping. Like I'm okay with that. Um, not eliminating it because of course I'm I'm sure 75% of the people that have them pre-ordered are going to turn around and sell them right now. Even if they wanted one, that's still what they're going to do. Yeah. At least they don't have five of them to turn around and sell, uh, which is good because that just means more for, I don't know if they're going to have overstock or whatever, or if the the extra pre-orders are going to go somewhere else. But, um, either way also still, God damn, Walmart, get your shit together. I know. <laughs> this is like this is now strike two, essentially, in SNES Classic pre-ordering. If you guys remember, uh, this happened a couple weeks ago. To where, us. To us specifically, yes, but to a larger group of people as well. And it you know made the news and things like that where they were just canceling all pre-orders because pre-orders went up too early. Mm-hmm. Then pre-orders came in the middle of the night, like a weird... Uh, you you know, could, I mean, they, they, like you said, they came out and they're like, we weren't supposed to let you pre-order multiples. Did they not learn from the last fiasco? Was yeah. there nobody sitting there going like, "Hey, like, should we make sure we 
flip this switch. <laughs> yeah, do something on the back end to stop this. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Especially because. And it took him so long to come out with this now because those pre orders were a while ago. Yeah, and I'm wondering if maybe stock got revised. Where they, they were, were originally like, planning on letting people have multiples. Yeah, and they, and they were like, like oh, it looks like you're getting can. way less than you were before. So, you know, all right, well, we took more pre-orders than we we're going to have units. But look at all these pre-orders where people got two or four or five. All right, now we can stretch those out to more people. Obviously, it means more people get them. It puts it in the hands of more consumers that are hopefully buying them to either give them as gifts or keep them for themselves. Hmm. And not just like taking from one scalper to give to another, which may happen either way. But yeah, yeah. come on, Walmart, step your shit up. I mean, I guess that's why they're Walmart. And they're not like a (laughs) high profile uh, necessarily in the gaming world at the very least. Uh, But yeah, I mean, good on them for for doing that. But who buys video games in general at Walmart? Have you ever bought any video games at Walmart? Uh, if they're on sale, like if I can find a good deal or something where it's like they clearance uh, yeah. it out or they I half really off. Of um, Black Friday, I'll go because usually mm-hmm. the prices are, you know, their prices might be a little bit less than Best Buy or they have a different game on sale that another store doesn't, but oh, I yeah. really want I it. So like, yeah, I have. It's not, it's the last place I go to look for games is Walmart. But, I mean, they obviously serve their purpose. I was yeah. hoping to get an SNES Classic from them originally. So True. We risked it. We, yeah. We rolled the dice. And we lost. Uh, but, yeah, no, good on them for at least doing this. Uh, but, yeah, next time, get your shit together, Walmart, mm. for fuck's sake. Uh, Lightning Round uh, came out this week that a new update for the game ARMS on the Nintendo Switch uh, is going to give that game mappable buttons, which, thank the Lord, mm-hmm. um, because that was a game that I played the Global Test Punch, and... I like the punching like with the joy cons in each hand, but like that gets tiring after a while and you don't necessarily want to play it that way. Um, and so I was hoping that the playing it on a controller would be better. Uh, and it wasn't because the button layout is awful. Like, I don't remember specifically now. Yeah, it's been a while since I played, but I remember being very frustrated. Yeah, like, block is in a weird spot. Like, jump is uh, what triangle, like, Y or what X or something like that. It's not the button that you would normally equate to jump. Um, so they are going to allow you to map the buttons to different things, which is great because that means it might be playable for the majority of people. Like, uh, granted, people probably liked playing it and they had no problem with the layout, but it seemed at the time a lot of people were really frustrated with the button layout. I can't believe that mappable buttons isn't a thing that's just in every, every game. single game at don't this understand. point. Yeah, don't like every time why. I buy a game and I'm like, you know, one of the first things I usually do is go to the button layout, like in the pause menu, and just fiddle them around with them to get you know the the way I want it. Yeah, and every time I like load up a game and it has no button layout control, I'm I, I just I'm perplexed. Yeah. I think on the Xbox, they actually updated it so that there's a universal button mapping thing yeah, where you can Xbox just completely change the buttons for the whole console. Yeah. And they thusly affect like all the games. Like yep. You can just be like, from now on, X is Y. Yeah. Just because. Up is down. Left is right. Yeah. Cats and dogs just, living just... together in sin. <laughs> right? Does it extend that far? Uh, yes, exactly like that. Living in the upside down mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Um, but... The fact that that's not just a standard in every single game at this point yeah. perplexes the fuck out of me. No. But, I, you know, the more games that get it, the better. So, good on arms, I guess. Yeah. Um, will that make you play it? Or at least revisit it? Uh, I'm still not willing enough to spend the 60 bucks on that game. No. I'm going to see if it's a thing where I can, like, rent it or borrow it from somebody that may have it. Uh, like, yeah, I'd like to try it. But yeah. uh, the game was an interesting concept that... 
uh, isn't worth the price of entry. Yeah, I thought. Well, again, because we're not fighting game fans, as we've talked True. about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, this at least gives me enough pause to be like, all right, I kind of want to revisit this and see what this is really like. So uh, who knows? Maybe I'll give it a shot. See if I can find someone to borrow it from or you know, borrow it from somewhere. Uh, but lightning round NBA 2k 18 on the Nintendo switch has been confirmed to have the same features as that of the PS4 counterpart, uh, which is big, uh, for many reasons, mostly because FIFA doesn't have all the same features on switch as it does on the, you know, the big consoles, so to speak. Um, and NBA well, FIFA's EA, right? I know, but just like in terms of sports games coming to the switch, yeah, this is one it's, that's it's good to features. know that it, we can at least still get the full versions of games. Correct. Um, and this was one of those games that we had talked about last week that's going to require a memory card. So this is probably has a lot to do with that. Um, the fact that it, you need a memory card means they can throw more stuff at you. Um, I'm really hopeful of this because I was thinking about getting WWE 2K18 possibly on the Switch. And I would not want to have one that's like, has features the watered down version correct um so i want the most feature rich version that i can get this is at least a good sign um that it has that and that the switch can handle something like a sports game with multiple different you know onlines and ultimate teams and career modes and road to the 400 million different players yeah exactly so um that's a good piece of news especially for anyone that likes sports games is that hopefully you know like if NBA outsells FIFA, maybe they say, okay, next year's FIFA, we're going to try to squeeze in all these features. Or if we eventually put Madden on the Switch, we're going to try to squeeze in all these features because look, those games could do it and look how well they sold. So uh, I know you're not really a sports game person. You like the WWE games. So I do. again, that's but that's not the same as basketball. No, no. I mean, uh, but it does have a shit ton of wrestlers because, and we know this because they just confirmed this week the final roster uh, for WWE 2K18. So lightning round, um, they came out with and was like a hundred and forty something wrestlers. No, one hundred and seventy six. One hundred and seventy six. Final wrestlers. the final total, uh, and I'm, of course that's also not counting probably all the DLC characters DLC. that are going to come out for yep. it as well. Um. Yeah, this is they did they did this over the course of I think like four weeks, and just every week they came out with another yeah, set it was of like, like forty three every yeah. week, forty three to forty five every week. Um, and it's it's a huge list, like, and it pretty much has everybody if you're into wrestling that you could possibly think to want. Obviously, there's always going to be you know older superstars that you want in the game, but the good thing now is that anything that you don't have from the start, there's always the possibility of DLC. So yeah. Um, I mean, it's got everybody on the current roster for the most part. I feel like there's a couple of people missing. I saw some, you know, some posts once the final list was out of like, it's odd that this person isn't here, but it's also, probably just because they're coming later as DLC. Uh, I was surprised that they really like incorporated for the most part. It looks like all of the uh, NXT roster as That's well, uh, just because usually in like the last two, they made like the NXT pack. characters as yeah, as like a DLC pack. Yeah. Uh, and you know, there's there were some uh, NXT characters, yeah. but not you know the full roster. And so in this one, when I saw you know like um, uh, like No Way Jose is in it, I was like, oh okay, yeah, I, I would have figured he would have been a DLC character. Yeah, well, I mean, he's not really doesn't have the draw for DLC. I don't necessarily think, but um, yeah, well, that's kind of why I thought they might have like put him aside and just kind of lumped him in with like a bunch of other DLC yeah. NXT it, characters. It is funny though that the current NXT champion is not in that game. 
Oh, really? I don't think so. Like, do you have the list in front of you right now? Uh, I got the list of the last uh, 20 or 47 people they added, but not the full thing. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the who full was, who's the Who has the NXT belt? Drew McIntyre. That's right. Well, he just won it, and he's only been around Yeah, uh, he just recently came yeah. back. Um, so he'll probably get added as DLC. There's a lot of people that just came to NXT that'll probably also get added as DLC. I feel DLC. like that happened last time also. Yeah, I mean, that kind of always happens because... Uh, yeah, I don't think Bobby Roode was in the last game and he would have been champion for a good chunk of uh, what it is. So let me see if I can find the full list here. I got it up. Oh, it's loading. And obviously we're not going to read all 100 and whatever names. I, told I will. You, don't make me. I told I'll Joe right off the bat uh, that he's not allowed to do that. Uh, and he threatened to do it if I didn't give him some other kind of concession. So I'm sure I'll end up paying for that later. But yeah, I don't see Drew McIntyre on that list. So yeah, it is funny that you mentioned how much NXT is in there, but not enough NXT, apparently. Like, I mean, I guess they're, you know, uh, maybe it's because we haven't really been paying too much attention to it. But like when I saw like Occam and Razor were there, I was like, really? They bothered putting those guys in? Well, they've been tag team champs for quite some time. So that's right there. Yeah. Yeah, Like I said, I just haven't paid attention to NXT specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And like, obviously you got to make room for DLC packs because you know there's going to be an NXT, like a Rising Stars pack. There's going to be a Hall of Fame pack. There's going to be a, you know, whatever else. And already there's the Kurt Angle's a pre-order character and you got Batista and Rob Van Dam or like the John Cena only edition. So, um, That's right. Yeah. So there'll be more characters, I'm sure. But the largest roster ever, uh, they have said. So hopefully, uh, like NBA 2K18, all those features and all those wrestlers come over to the Switch so that way I can play it portable because that would be fucking awesome because I think that would be my preferred way to play it. Uh, lightning round. Speaking of games running on the Switch and whether or not they run well or not or have all the features, it turns out this week Final Fantasy 15 has not been running well in early tests on the Switch. Uh, looks like Square is trying it out, seeing if it's something that they can port and the full game as it stands on the other systems, they just tried to put that there and see if, hey, does it does it just work? And it turns out that it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I I guess I'm not really surprised. No. I'm not surprised either. It's one of those things where if it does come, it'll be a, f- a port with some concessions. Graphical fidelity will probably get toned down. Things like that. Like they'll make changes to it. More likely, though, we're going to get that. If they do put out a game like that on Switch, it's going to be that Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition, like the chibi art style, episodic, yeah. um, more so than the full game experience. But... Um, it at least knows that they're working on it. So if you're at all a Final Fantasy fan uh, and a Switch owner looking to get that game, maybe. It's it not ruled out, but doesn't look like it, it runs too well as currently constituted. Would you rather have a, like a, a gimped version of the full game or the Pocket Edition? I think at that point, like I would rather just have the Pocket Edition. Yeah, just to give you a different... Well, I mean, for one thing, I, I own the full version on the Xbox. Yeah. Well, if I didn't have that version, I could only... If I only had a Switch kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I always hate getting the watered-down version of anything. Same. Like, I'd rather kind of have an original version, even though it's not an original version, but, like, yeah. a new take on it as opposed to just getting, like, the butchered version of it. Yeah, that makes yeah that makes more sense, too. So that's probably what will end up happening uh, when it comes time for it. Uh, lightning round, or stick with Nintendo news. Uh, this one more of uh, uh, Mia Culpa, I guess, the CEO of the Pokemon company, uh, admitted this week, which is surprising that he even admitted it, that he thought the Switch would fail. 
He yeah. told Nintendo, listen, I don't think it's going to sell well. His direct quote, and I'll paraphrase it because I don't have it up in front of me, was something to the effect <laughs> His paraphrase of... paraphrase direct quote. <laughs> yes. Again, I can do these. I can say words and things happen. I was going to say direct quote, and then I realized I should paraphrase it because I don't have it up in front of me. But it was something akin to... Uh, in the age of smartphones, I can't imagine someone would want to carry around a game console. Which you make Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Which you make games exclusively for a handheld console. Yeah. But I I guess he probably thought that people have owned a 3DS since, like, when did 3DS come out? Like, 2000 and. I mean, if, if you go even farther back to, like, the DS and stuff. I know, but think about, like, the 3DS came out in 2010. Right, somewhere Has it really in that, that two thousand eleven, maybe. Hmm. Um, yeah, probably two thousand eleven, maybe two thousand twelve. Um, and smartphones were popular back then, not to the extent that they are now. Yeah, and he's making games like for first gen iPhones. Yeah, iPhones. And stuff so like he's that making point. games for a system that's technically been out five six years. Maybe he meant no one's going to buy a new console to carry around in their pocket. Maybe, but even then, like. I guess trust in it. Like you think he would have gotten one and been like, this is awesome. People will buy this because it's awesome. Like you'd think they would have given him one and be like, Hey, you should try Zelda. Like, yeah. Give this well, a shot. I mean, but you also have to uh, remember the way that things are going in terms of like the Japanese game development market, like with Konami where they basically just said, Oh, cell phone stuff makes us more than enough money. Why are we even bothering with consoles? Yeah. So maybe he was just like, him himself just thinking consoles are dead like we're at the end of it why bother making a new one well and he probably would have seen the success of like a pokemon go which i know they didn't make niantic did but you still, still see that yeah, game yeah. And, i'm sure he was aware of it yeah and it's doing gangbusters and making money hand over feet so um maybe that is where his thought process is coming from but it, good on him to admit that he was wrong and uh he see he did say that it looks like it's all about software not hardware and that regardless of what medium the hardware is, if the games are good enough, people are going to buy the hardware, mm-hmm. which is finally people are getting it. Like, yeah. It's the thing that Xbox is going to need to learn because like the Scorpio is going to be the most powerful console, but if you don't have any games to play on it, no one gives a shit. So we'll hopefully I all, I want all hardware companies to know that example, like to learn that it's the games, get good games and people will buy your system. Like mm-hmm. that's just, Hey, the, I had that list of like the hundred games that we talked about before what do you mean there was, it was like on like two episodes ago i had that list of like the hundred games that were going to be compatible with the scorpio yeah yeah yeah. but like how many of them are, are new are, yeah yeah and like not just must haves yeah. you know not necessarily some of those games aren't must have must plays they're like okay i got it because i have a 360 but like what are you gonna buy an xbox one to go play like Everyone went and bought a Switch to play Zelda because they saw that game and they heard it was great and they want to play it. Like People are going to buy a Switch to play Mario because it looks awesome and everybody says that it's great. What are you going to buy a Scorpio to play? Crackdown 3? Eventually, sure. But like you know, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah, one yeah. of those things where I want every... Because the, the better the ecosystem of games is, the more it flourishes and the better like experience that we as gamers get. I want all companies to experience that. And so it seems like he's now on the right track even though he's not a software or he's I am surprised that he brought this up at all you you can picture somebody at Nintendo going like dude shut up don't tell people you weren't you weren't confident in us but hey it turns out he's wrong so I guess that makes more sense like even this guy who knows the game industry (laughs) underestimated us you shouldn't underestimate us now either and be like oh that's a good point I don't underestimate you anymore sky's the limit Nintendo 
Um, but yeah, good on him for owning up to it. Uh, lightning round. Looks like mouse and keyboard support are coming to the Xbox One. Uh, are you excited about that, Joe? Are you no. a mouse and keyboard player? No. Well, I, we don't really know to the extent of exactly what it will be. Like, I, I would be surprised if they made all games 100% compatible with it because there has always been that you know cross-play thing of are people who are playing mouse and keyboard Call of Duty better than people playing controller Call of Duty? Like, Most do people have, would say do you yes. you have that advantage? Yeah. So there will be the say... thing of like balancing issues. Yeah. What companies are going to be like, you know, uh, we'll give this group the advantage yeah, I don't know. I like they did say that they're working on the support. They didn't comment or confirm if that means game support or just like web browsing. You have yeah. mouse and keyboard. Yeah, that's, or that's what I app. kind of assumed more that it would be chatting main, mainly for web browsing and stuff. Maybe for uh, people who like to use their console for. Um, uh, I can't remember the the. the I can't remember the name of it right now. What are you trying to do? The thing where people watch you play it. Oh, like streaming? Like yeah. Twitch? Twitch. Wow, I really? I couldn't remember Twitch. I completely blanked on Twitch. Just one of those brain farts, huh? Yeah. Oh, there you go. We'll cut it out or extend it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. It's no, whatever I want to do. I don't care. I'll, I'm just going to make it longer. Make it seem like it took you 20 minutes to remember the word Twitch and I didn't help whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, maybe it's for people who like want to just use your console for stw- uh, Twitch as opposed to you know having to hook everything up to your computer. Yeah, no, that's fair too. Um, but I, I guess it wouldn't be that far of a stretch to just... Because an Xbox is pretty much a PC anyway. That's true. To like, make Battlefield 1 playable with mouse and keyboard. Like, uh, Twitch chat, you know, yeah. for people oh, yeah. that just want to be able to like type into your. Oh yeah, it'll for sure be helpful. On that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I could definitely see it being just for that too. But I guess we'll see what the extent of of it is when they actually roll it out with whatever the next because Xbox does it like the by year like biannual updates. Is that yeah. still how they do it? Like spring uh, and fall, or is it just November? I, I don't remember how they do it. I think it's usually yeah, just November actually. Okay. It's like once a year kind of thing. So maybe that'll be in this year's November update and you know, we'll see exactly I do, what I that have means. like the little chat keyboard yeah on my controller. Well, yeah, cuz they've use had that those a lot. for a while. Oh, you do? Yeah, I use it a lot. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I don't ever really type on my PlayStation, so I never found the need to have one of those keyboards, but if you use it then uh, good on you. Uh, lightning round. There were new details this week on the new Square Enix Avengers game, uh, based on some job postings, which is, you know, usually like one of the default sources for news. It seems as you go and look at what jobs are being posted at different companies and, uh, the job posting great way to get leaks. Absolutely. Uh, so the job postings here basically hint that it's going to have uh, social and shared online play and will at least in the combat sections resemble a third party, a third person cover based action game um which the cover base is weird it is i don't see how that would lend to a marvel game at all yeah i don't know is it like spider-man shooting webs from under cover yeah is like, it just captain america leans up tosses his shield and ducks back down I, but that doesn't seem like those characters all right lightning around pause because we're going to get into a couple of different topics here on this one um yeah that doesn't make sense to me because i don't see the hulk peering out over <laughs> rubble and be like is it safe like hulk not want to get shot yeah like that doesn't make any sense like Tony's flying up behind like, you know, like the big like highway street signs being like, is it okay to come out? I don't know. Um, so the cover based part doesn't make any sense. I mean, unless sense. it's going to be like an original thing, maybe it's going to be like you're playing as Nick Fury teaming up with people. Oh, but yeah, I wouldn't want that. Yeah. You just play as a regular guy 
while there's a world of superheroes. Yeah, while Spider Man's running around doing stuff and you're just kind of peeking your head out like pew pew. Yeah, no, I don't want that. If I'm playing an Avengers game, I want to be an Avenger. Like I want to be Captain America or Iron Man or what have you. Like that doesn't make any sense. I mean, maybe there'll be cover mechanics for characters like Black Widow or Hawkeye or people that don't have powers, but or and maybe the cover based system will be like you're the Hulk. You raise your arm up to block your face from getting shot, and that's the cover mechanic or something. Like I don't. It's, it's it, a weird reach. It, oh, oh, absolutely. I'm just trying to think why that would be a, a like a plausible uh, yeah. reason. And also, it's it's Avengers, so you would imagine it would incorporate multiple characters. Yeah. So again, like I can see the cover base for those without powers, but that's two of the probably five, six to maybe ten, depending on what characters in the game. Because again, we still don't know a lot of information, and this is even this is like pieced together from different things. It doesn't necessarily these aren't direct like Square Enix being like this is the kind of game we're making. It's cover based. It's this. It's social and online, and uh, the social and online thing, I think, is one of the bigger aspects of it in terms of what this news had, because it, it seems like it could be MMO-esque, but which would be weird considering there's already Marvel Heroes, which is an MMO. I don't know why you'd then put out a competing MMO, yeah. uh, but you made a good point when we My were talking about is, yeah, this earlier. It's, it's like going to be like Destiny. Which would make a lot of sense. Where it's going to be like instanced areas where you'll be running around doing stuff, and then maybe someone else will be playing in the same area, and you might you know, be swinging around as Spider-Man and then you could look down and see Hulk, you know, someone else playing as Hulk doing something or, or a Hulk or any other kind of superhero. I don't know if it's create a character or if it's straight up, you're just playing as the Avengers. Yeah. Something tells me that won't be create a character is just based on the, like the fact that it is the Avengers. Yeah. Not like, don't you wish you were an Avenger or who wants to be an Avenger? Yeah. Like it, that. So I don't think it'll go that far as like to create. Cause I don't want that at all. If I'm going to be in an Avengers game, I want to play as an Avenger, like, but that's the point. Uh, I mean, if they did something like that, that would be kind of exactly what I want. Cause I always did kind of want just the game in which, you know, you're in the virtual reality or not virtual reality, but like the virtual Manhattan going around and much like in, Marvel Comics, there's 400 different superheroes running around there. Yeah. And I always kind of wanted... Their, uh, you know, when I read comics, I was always thinking along the lines of like, when Sandman is attacking something and Spider-Man goes there to stop him, why don't like 400 other superheroes kind of get the call and say, why isn't the Fantastic Four going like, huh, someone's attacking this bank. Let's go down there. Yeah. I think it's maybe territorial. Like that's Spider-Man's guy. Like we're not going to fuck with him. And I mean, sometimes they do fight the same. Bad yeah. Guys, it happens but... all the time, but it was it, just in general of how the yeah. lore of Marvel works. You would just think that there was people running around everywhere. Yeah. So it would be kind of cool to play a game in which like you're running around as a superhero and there's just a ton of other superheroes. Yeah. And there are games like that. That's like the DCU online kind of thing. But, but that's still I would like to see that like in the terms of Mar like Marvel. Yeah. And Marvel Heroes is pretty much that though. True. So like I don't know. It, these hint at something that seems very much like Marvel Heroes. It would be weird to put out a competing MMO. But maybe if it's more realistic, it's third person instead of like that top down isometric. I'm imagining maybe, be maybe that's enough. the 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 uh, miscommunication of like the cover based thing. Somebody was like, "It's going to be third person, like Years of War." Oh, and then and somehow someone misconstrued that to be like, "It's going to be like Years of War." Yeah, it's going to be a cover based shooter like Years of War. Ugh, no, that would be awful. Hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it seems like more and more news is starting to trickle out about this game. I don't know when we're going to get concrete information. I don't know when we're going to see gameplay or find out exactly what kind of game it is. I don't think it's. I don't think it'll be this year because what it, we've I got doubt it. Tokyo if Game still Show stuff. Because what's left? Uh, Tokyo Game Show and like PSX, and that's it. Maybe Paris Games Week. Is there another the PAX? There's so many PAXs I can't keep tabs on them. PAX West just happened, so I don't think so. I think no, anything PAX Australia, else. when did that happen? Uh, there's a PAX South, but I don't, I don't know when those are. I really just know when like E3 is. And then the other one's much. like pop up. But uh, Tokyo Game Show's in a couple of weeks, I think we figured out earlier, right? Uh, yeah, it's the 21st uh, to the 24th. 21st to the 24th. Yeah, so maybe there, but because uh, it is square. So, I mean, that could be a time where they reveal it, even though Avengers this... is probably more of an American... It still like sounds like it's kind of thing. It still sounds like it's in the early processing points oh, from yeah. the stuff that we read. So I doubt we'd see anything of it until probably 2018. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. So I, yeah, we'll see when they come out. I just really hope it's not. Uh, there's two things I hope. I hope it's not uh, create your own hero using the powers of Spider-Man, but you can't be Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I hate, I, I hate to be like you're the new guy on the Avengers and you have to work with the Avengers. Nope, I don't want any part of that. Like yeah. that works in South Park because. All right, I can't be Cartman. That makes sense. But, like, I can certainly be Spider-Man. I've done it a ton. Um, And then I don't want it to be... I certainly don't want it to be like Gears of War where I'm hiding behind cover before running out and, like, web-thwipping, like, or then punching as the Hulk, even though I was just cowering in fear behind, like, a barricade. Yeah, like, the idea of picturing Iron Man hiding from something... Nope. You're Iron Man. Yeah. Your suit is your cover. Exactly. Um, so those are the two things I want from it. Hopefully those are not a part of it as they may or may not hint towards. Uh, lightning round resume. Lightning round. Uh, they announced this week uh, Resident Evil 7 Gold Edition, which comes with all of the DLC, uh, as well as the release date for the final piece of DLC, which was the not, not, a, hero, not a hero DLC. Which I completely forgot existed. You forgot about it. Because it was supposed to be out a long time ago. Yeah, it's been delayed. It was supposed to be out like a month after the game came out. Yeah, and it has been delayed ever since. I even said, like, we were looking at the rundown before the show, and Joe was like, what DLC is that? And I I told him, he's like, I forgot all about it. Yeah, because, like, at the end of the game, when you beat the game, it says, like... As an ad for it, that's like you know coming soon. No, uh, not a hero DLC. Yeah. Well, it's uh, technically it soon. It's completely, within a year. Completely disappeared off the face of the earth. So yeah. I can't wait to see what it is. Once I remembered it, I went like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Of course, I want to know what happened with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's coming out in December, along with the the gold edition of the game, which is the game and all of the different uh, DLC. So uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to jump into Resident Evil Seven. This is going to be the best time. Uh, it is essentially a game of the year edition. Uh, they've done gold editions in the past for other games. So um, usually, gold edition is a launch edition. That's what I find funny. Really, in in like terms of like Ubisoft games are always oh, the collector yeah. edition is called it's the, the regular edition. and then the gold and yeah. then like the collectors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the gold is the deluxe in Ubisoft yeah. speak. Um, but like Resident Evil Five Gold Edition was a game that of did the have year. a Gold Edition. Also, yeah. you're right. Um, six did it, but Five did, and that well, it's six. Man, yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody really. No one it. wanted to call that game of the year. No, which is why they wouldn't. They call it Gold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's coming uh, this December. So the last piece of DLC will be out if you already own the game. If you don't and have been looking for an excuse to jump into it, now's the time. You should. It was great. Yeah, Joe loves it, and Joe is a big Resident Evil guy, so he knows. Mm-hmm. Listen to Joe. He's right on this one. I am. He's not wrong. This is my second time. Yeah. First time? Who knows? It's Today. one of the times. We're counting it. 
One uh, of two. Lightning round. Uh, Joe, do you remember the game L.A. Noir? Uh, yeah, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. We did talk about it a couple weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah. How apropos, because it's coming back. I think that was what we talked about, the, the rumors. Oh, it was of, the rumor And now the it. rumors are now uh, confirmed. Yeah. It is coming to PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and a special uh, HTC Vive edition called like the case LA files Noir or VR case files. Yeah, the VR case files for the HTC Vive. Um, it is coming out on all of those systems later this year. Did we get a release date? I don't remember. Uh, oh, yeah. November 14th, 2017 on all of those uh, platforms. Uh, the game's going to run natively in 1080p on PS4 and Xbox One with 4K visuals for players on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. Um, it's going to be enhanced lighting, textures, cinematics, camera angles, all kinds of things like that. Like, it's not a ground-up rebuild the way that, like, uh, Crash Bandicoot was, but it is going to be up and a little bit I mean, better the game, looking. the game looked amazing at the yeah. time. So if you can update the visuals a little bit, that's... All right, sweet. That's what we want. Um, one thing of note, though, if you are a Switch owner, it seems the physical copy of this game will have the quote-unquote Switch tax, which is an extra $10 for creating the cartridges, which is weird. I wouldn't think the cartridges Would cost more cost, than discs. It, yeah, that much. Either. Yeah. But it's going to be uh, $10 more, which means it's 50 instead of 40 Maybe they had 40. to put a little bit more effort into the Switch port to make it Maybe. compatible. They, oh, had to, have, they had to hire extra programmers, and they're like, well, we had to hire people to do this, so... Maybe. I mean, is a Switch... It's not any less powerful than a 360 or a PS3, right? Well, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so, I mean, it's still going to get up even a little bit, so it could definitely handle it. Uh, but I'm excited to revisit that game. That was a game that I played... I think like the first half of it maybe, and then I put it down and never picked it back up, even though I really liked it. Um, so it'll be interesting it to go. Through. Yeah, it'll be interesting to go back and play that game again, uh, mostly because of how good it looked. And hopefully, if it does well and this version sells really well, we might get an Alien Noir two or a no, no, no. The studio that made that went completely under. Yeah, but you can make a new. Uh, yeah, I guess Rockstar anybody still can owns, make it. Rockstar still has, owns the IP. Yeah, but uh, the. Remember that the the facial motion capture was like super advanced. Yeah. And I think they were like the experts in that, so they would have to come up with a new way of doing the facial motion capture. I but think. that was six years ago. You don't think facial motion capture is caught up in the gaming world to what it was then? I haven't seen anything that looked as good as that one yet. I, I guess. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe they develop some new technology. They find people that are proficient in motion capture and get that you know back on track. Yeah, I'm sure somebody could do it but it was the kind of thing where it was so expensive that it basically bankrupted that studio. Yeah. I I don't know if anyone would want to take the risk to do another one. Yeah. I mean, I love that game. I think it's great. I've been waiting for them to do this for a while because I have been itching to play it again. Um, uh, So I'm excited, uh, and I would love for them to make another one. I just, considering that the amount of grief that followed the the production of that game, Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone would bother. Yeah, I don't... Although, uh, to, to be the same along those lines, uh, I'm surprised they even bothered to remaster it as well. So. See, that's the thing that gives me hope, is that they're remastering it. If it sells well, I think it'd be you'd be hard-pressed not to try to make something. Even if it's not necessarily a direct sequel to L.A. Noir, it could be a Chicago Noir, and it's set in like the Al Capone you know, 30s or what have you, or like 
uh, Miami noir, and it's uh, like a fifties or sixties Vice City noir. Yeah, kind of. Um, like because you can. I mean, there's so many areas of like noir filmmaking that have taken place where you can do all these different cool stories yeah. and have that like put it in like Paris or something. Yeah, like there's things you could do with it, and so there's stories you could definitely tell. I would be super up for that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to go back and play this game. Uh, especially because that had a ton of DLC and a bunch of little things that I just never got to experience back way back when. So uh, hopefully give it another shot uh, when it comes out this fall. Uh, lightning round. And this is the final piece of lightning round for this week. Uh, looks like steam has been shut down in Malaysia. Yes. The land of missing airplanes. Yes. <laughs> the land of missing airplanes. So if we have any listeners from Malaysia, sorry, you cannot use steam. Joe, do you want to tell us well, why it's they back can't up use... now. Oh, it is back up. It now. is back up now. Sorry, you couldn't play Steam. Do you want <laughs> to tell about us a why? Week. Uh, so there is this game on Steam called Battle of Gods. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that just before this happened, it made a little bit of news because it added uh, what the game Battle of Gods is. Is it's characters um, from mythology of gods so it had like so vishnu. based on true events yes it had like <laughs> vishnu and buddha and moses jesus uh well jesus was added as a dlc character recently oh, okay and that kind of propelled the game all of a sudden they were like wait what there's a fucking fighting game it's a 2d fighting game featuring jesus where the fuck did this come from all yeah. of a sudden and all of a sudden, it got a lot of press because of it. Yep. Did you watch the trailer for that game? Uh, I feel like I've seen a lot of screenshots, but I don't think I've watched. It's the pretty. Trailer. It's pretty hilarious. I would have to assume it, so. Like when you when you select him and the fight starts, you know how like most fighting games have like the character entrance to yeah, it's the, like the entrance stage right for the fighter kind of yep. thing. It's the camera pans down to Jesus on the cross, and then he breaks the cross, jumps off, and he still has the cross parts nailed to his hand so he basically just has two big clubs oh nice like stapled to his hands um so yeah people were kind of like well this is interesting blasphemous and uh it turns out malaysia has very strict blasphemy laws not actually because of jesus though this just made it i would assume not (laughs) i don't know who they worship in malaysia but apparently um one of whoever they worship is in the game. Is in the game. And all of a sudden, this game is getting a lot of press. And then people turn around and go like, hey, wait a second. Yeah. You have God fighting in this game. Which yeah. this isn't even the first game that's done this. Because Smite was the, pretty much the same thing. Oh, War Gods on the N64. I played a lot of that game back in the day. Oh, that, yeah. that was like Egyptian right. gods and like Anubis and yeah, things like and that. Yeah, and like the same with Smite and stuff. Yeah. But uh, Smite didn't have Jesus in it. No. Jesus is a step farther yeah. in terms of worldwide recognition. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, strict blasphemy laws in Malaysia, they were like, you can't the, take you, it down. You got no. And not only were they, they took it down. They were like, unless you can take it down, take all of steam down. Yeah. And they did. And all of steam went down for about a week in Malaysia until they were able to take it off the Malay to take battle of the gods off of the Malaysian steam store. And now I think it was yesterday. They finally put it or, uh, Friday. They finally put it back up. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, not surprised, I guess, at all, but still a unique little story uh, because you take I a whole... I gotta look at the roster to see exactly who is in that game. Let's look it up. We got it pulled up right here. What was it called? Battle of the ba- Gods? I think it's Battle of Gods. Battle of Gods. We're looking it up. While we're looking that up, a piece of breaking news, Joe. I got a breaking news thing right here on my phone oh boy. while we were recording. Uh, Joe, do you care about StarCraft 2? Uh, 
I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, the StarCraft II World Championship Series uh, has been going on. So, spoilers, if you were somehow waiting to watch it later on Twitch or somehow you haven't seen it yet and you were going to watch it later, I'm going to reveal the winner right here, right now, live to you, Joe. Oh, boy. On the Broken Clocks Gamescast, uh, Neeb, N-E-E-B, wins the uh, 2017, uh, the third Starcraft Two World Championship Series title of 2017. I knew it. Um, I put I put all my money on him. There you go, Neeb. So there you go. Breaking news, huh? I typed in Battle of Gods and it brought yeah, up. I got Dragon a lot Ball of game. Dragon Ball. Yeah, Battle of the Gods. <laughs> it's Let's a movie. That. Oh, that's a movie too. Oh my goodness! Looking this up is harder than I thought. I know. I'm having game a hard time with it as well. Steam. Um, well, I think Ankh, a lot Ankh more people. Three Battle of the Gods. No, that's just a different game. Okay, Hunt for Gods because of God fighting game. Hmm, how very strange. Uh, I'm looking at pictures now, and there's Jesus. There's the trailer. Um, okay, so here's an update to the story. Actually, Malaysia's ban on Steam has been lifted. However, several internet service providers in Malaysia are still blocking access to the Steam store, and Fight of Gods remains unavailable. Oh, so the fight, fight of gods! Fight of gods! Oh, there we go. That, oh, looks like it's one of those times you were wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, there it is. Fight of gods now available, complete with Jesus and Buddha. Trying to look I think at the Buddha camp. might have been the person that they got upset about. Probably. Uh, Not the prophet Moses was playable with the Ten Commandments as his weapon. Nice. Uh, I'm not seeing a list of like all of the characters though. Da-da-da-da. I got nothing. It's there, but like, uh, yeah, I'm not finding any of the like. I'm even looking on the Steam store. Oh, it's only five dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So that's pretty good. So maybe it probably only has like four people in it or something right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not seeing anything that says the full roster. But there you go. If you're in Malaysia, you, you might be able to play it. Probably not. Uh, but oh, well. I hope yeah. they put Joseph Smith in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would be. Well, he's not. He's more of a prophet. He's not. So is Moses. I guess. Yeah. Was Moses even a prophet? He was uh, just like a dude. Well, yeah, but I mean, he talked to God because he got the Ten Commandments from him. So I guess. God talked to a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think they're going to put Muhammad in it. Mm, I don't think he can. <laughs> I don't no, think. that's going to get abandoned a lot of places. Sure would. Um, all right. So that's going to do it then for the lightning round, which means it's also going to do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clocks Gamescast. Remember that you can find the Gamescast along with any other show that we do, which right now constitutes the Broken Clocks main event wrestling show, which appears after every WWE pay-per-view. Uh, but you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning uh, at 9 a.m. on uh, Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so please do. You can let us know which prophet or god you find to be your favorite in the fighting game Fight of Gods. You can tell us which job you think is Mario's best job or most memorable after Plumber. Um, and anything else that you thought that we got right or wrong or are looking forward to that we talked about, let us know on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clocks Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And thanks so much for listening. <laughs>